Coming to you straight from the heart of the old Pueblo, it's the All the Belts podcast, bringing you all the belts, all the records, all the lowdown on the schmodown. And here are your hosts, working themselves into a shoot so you don't have to, Aaliyah and Dan. Take it away, All the Belts, and make me proud. Hello friends, welcome to episode 5 of All the Belts. How about that new intro, huh? Oh my goodness. Has anything ever had more gravitas <laughs> than that intro? No, the answer is no. That is the most gravitas anything has yeah. ever had. That, Pretty much. We have to say thank you for to John Roca for recording that intro for us. It's so awesome that he took the time to do that. We, we actually got that intro after we had already recorded the episode for last week, so we didn't get to properly say... Thank that you. is really super we amazing really and it's super it. cool uh, and everyone um, and seemed, jokes aside it really makes our podcast way better so it totally <laughs> does it's super fun it it was it was cool because he sent us a few takes and we got to like pick which one yeah and, uh, we, we're like professionals or something it was, over here. it was it's so cool and it really does feel like it makes it us feel very official because yeah. we have that intro so even if nobody listens we'll just feel very special in our hearts we we can listen to that wonderful intro that's for that's special to us and it will always be special yeah. to us so that was very cool uh, but people have been listening, people, and thank you guys for that. Yeah, so I just we, meant like if everyone left suddenly, we would just re-listen to our intro. We, we all, would keep doing it. We'd just always for have the that intro. beautiful intro. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's been really excited about that intro. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback from that last week, um, and so thanks you guys for checking that out. But we, uh, I want to lead off by saying. Happy Christian Harloff Day! Yay! It's Christian Harloff Day today. It we're, is. We're recording this the on best Christian Harloff's birthday. Of so all the holidays. Happy birthday to Kamish. And we gotta say, everything's coming up Harloff yeah. this week. He's got a baby Harloff now. Baby it's Harloff. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. So Probably some other good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so congratulations to Christian and his family yeah, on, uh, on the new addition. Uh, to their family and Maisie that, Ray. Maisie Ray, that's yeah. super awesome. Uh, we're very happy for him uh, and wish him all the best. So that that's great. Baby Harloff for Kamish. All right, I think. Well, do you think right now, <laughs> if you took, so your options are, who who do you think would run the schmodown more effectively? Baby Dagnino Harloff or Baby Harloff or Dagnino? <laughs> who who do you think um, if, if you give it question. and you say right now? Baby Harloff, a few days old. Right. Uh, you know, doesn't think, know how to, doesn't even have, uh, ob- doesn't understand object permanence. Yeah. Uh, doesn't understand what it's looking at. You know, like she's she's brand new to the world, understands nothing. I mean. Uh, similarly to Tom Dagnino. To be fair to Tom Dagnino, <laughs> I think now he could probably do a better job. However, in... A couple months or however long it takes for babies to start like being able to move and I don't really know anything about babies no. clearly <laughs> um, you know once she can start like pointing to things to make decisions sure my vote switches to baby Harlow I'm not sure my my child development is not I'm, I don't I'm not an expert on it but I have a feeling uh, that that'll take a little while for her to really understand, you know, I mean, and who knows, you know, the booking decision she makes early on would probably be a little rough. Yeah. But, but worse than Dagnino? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I really don't think so. I think yeah. that's uh, why I would give Dagnino the edge to begin with. But once she can like move her hand towards a list to choose like who's going to play. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I think. So I think now's at least Agnino can hold his own head up. So I feel like well, maybe that gives him. An edge. You know that depends on the day. I think <laughs> I, I think it's that's touch and go at, at times. <laughs> so I I think uh, I, I do. I think uh, well, see, you know, it was it was just Dagnino's birthday recently too, wasn't it? It was Dagnino's yeah. birthday. It's, Con- it's, yeah. Congrats to him too <laughs> on <laughs> having another birthday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I. I think, uh, so we basically, I mean, do we now have our, uh, we essentially have our Stephanie McMahon of, oh, of the Schmodown. So we'll I like see it. In, in many years, hopefully when the Schmodown's just bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah. we eventually when have. When we live in space and the, sh- the Schmodown <laughs> is just like in a giant like, arena. It's not going to be the Jetsons. It's not how that works. What? Uh, yeah, this is no, no robo WrestleMania. Yeah. What's here. the deal with that 
Jets' wrestling crossover. That's like the weirdest right. thing that's, I've ever heard of. That's what they do. They WWE capitalizes on these things. I don't really but. understand it at all. Yeah, so uh, that is the question, though. You know, obviously Christian's going to take a little time off. He's going to be with his, you know, newborn daughter. And uh, we're going to have an interim commissioner. And it's probably not going to be baby Harlock. Probably. I'm, guess, I'm guessing it's probably, that probably wouldn't make sense because, right. you know, if she's going to be busy doing right, like, the commissioner work. Then what would Christian what, be doing? You know, Christian, he's just going to be yeah. social mediaing right, it up. exactly. So it doesn't make sense. Why would he need to take time yeah. off if baby Harloff is commissioner? He could just spend time with her at Right. And she, really, she would need, like, mentoring to be commissioner. Right, yeah. So, so, so yeah. Probably doesn't make sense story not getting baby Harloff as... Who you got for commissioner? Is that yeah. what this conversation is? What do you is? think is actually... So... Let's have two questions. One, what do you think is actually the most likely scenario that's going to happen? And two, what do you think... What would you like most to happen? I think... I'm going to answer a question. Sorry, I was just thinking very quietly there. I'm going to answer number question number two first. I think, in all honesty, if I was going to pick... Who would You're making be, the booking decision. Yeah. I want Ken for interim commissioner. Okay. I think... <clears throat> I mean, he's already at the table a lot for mm-hmm. commentating. So sure. he already fills in for Christian when Christian isn't there in terms of, like, saying, let's get ready to schmo down and being sort of, like, the lead person. Right. Um, there, It's set up for that storyline-wise with the whole thing... Um, with Rachel and him possibly not being a team anymore, right. it would make sense if that happened so that, and then he could step back and just be commissioner for a while. Um, maybe not be in matches as much. Like they've already set up a storyline that would make sense for that to happen. Um, however, and I'm not saying there's not many other possibilities that I would also, in basically anybody that's been thrown out there, names being thrown mm-hmm. around for interim commissioner. Everyone, every of the options has, like, cool things that could come storyline-wise, like pros. I wouldn't really be unhappy with anyone. Um, That being said, I think it would be fun if, with all of this Dagnino for Commissioner stuff, it would be fun if that somehow was worked into it. Like, if, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before or if we just talked about it, but if... Like, Dagnino and Ken, or whoever maybe was going to be, had a match to decide who it Mm. was. And then if Dagnino wins, like, he could just be commissioner for, like, a week or something. And then, you know, some storyline to where he would get ejected or he would hate it and decide to quit or, you know, whatever. They could do anything with that. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be a shame to waste the opportunity of how much... Um, build up this Stagnino for Commissioner thing has, how much support it has online. Um, People, there's a lot of people out there that want Stagnino for Commissioner. Like, it is a movement on the interwebs, and it's a good storyline. Like, it's a fun thing, and I think if they could work that... I don't really want Stagnino to be Commissioner for a long time. Like, I don't want him to be actual Commissioner. But if they could work that in where he was at least in the contention for Commissioner... Um, in some way, like if there was a match, yep. or if he actually got it, then he was only commissioner for like a week, and then the real person took over. Um, that would probably be my ideal situation because yep. it would be funny and it would be a payoff for all of the buildup that there's been for that. <coughs> yeah, I, do, I don't think there is a scenario that makes sense to me that doesn't involve Dagnino somehow stepping yeah. out, <coughs> stepping in as commissioner in some capacity. Yeah. Or at least being up for it in a very yes. serious way. Yes, I, I think where that he could actually get has it. to happen. It's the only <clears throat> thing that makes sense from a storyline standpoint to me because you can't have all that momentum from setting up that story and without have having happen. no payoff yeah. for it. It's tough because you, you, as we've spoken about before, because these are not worked matches. These are you know these are authentic they're still playing genuine movie trivia 
you it's so difficult for you to actually have any high stakes things that like high high stakes matches that are going to push a storyline a certain direction is very difficult to do because you can't you're essentially you know like well i guess we'll do whatever happens here and then we have to so you kind of have to build in multiple scenarios for every outcome if you were to do that style of match um so if you have something you know for example like a ken dagnino match which i assume ken would probably win but you never uh, know who knows i mean uh it's we'll see but if you but were then to do Dagnino something like that, just lock him in a closet and right, take over exactly. his commission. Like he for doesn't a day show or up or something like that. I think you obviously that's one of those things that's tough because you have to come up with multiple scenarios for right. every outcome if you do that. I think I don't I'm not sure exactly how it will happen, but I do genuinely think that at some point this year Tom Dagnino will be the commissioner. Yeah. Of, of the for how long? I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing. It it might be one of those weird kind of you know he steps in and then maybe he decides that he can immediately step down because all he cares about is just immediately you know just having the power for a brief moment and it doesn't really matter he just wants to win you know uh or maybe he just starts making awful decisions and there's a mutiny or who knows what happens any number of fun things any number of that but i do think you have to pay off that storyline i think it's it it is important that that storyline gets paid off because that is some long-term booking because it's been spoken about for quite right, a while. Right. So I, I hope I, I do hope that shows up as much as much as Tagnino seems a, not like a nightmare for Kamish. Yeah, I do. Tagnino, think, nightmare for Kamish. Yeah, That's going to be his poster. <laughs> I do think that that is important. That you know, I I think more and more as the Schmodown grows, I think it's important that we have that long-term storytelling. Yeah. which we've we've alluded to that we hope there's certain competitors that are making right. certain long-term plans for their <laughs> we'll get to that later yeah. but but yeah i think that's one of the things that happens so you have you're gonna have less like match to match storylines and you're gonna be thinking about the overarching plan i will say really quickly mm-hmm. ken is my choice for like actual um most realistic thing that might happen yep um for my dream Fantasy. choice that is more is would be unlikely to happen but i think it'd be really awesome is if freddie prince jr was interim commissioner. that would be great he's uh, hilarious and great and he's been in the schmodown you did tweet to him oh yeah he i responded did to and you. he was like what's happening to christian or yeah. like what's happening yeah. to the commissioner or something like he didn't even no, know he did not he clearly know. does not watch yeah. so so here there's an exclusive for you yeah uh, it is most likely not going he to didn't be Freddy seem Christian. to know anything about it. No, so. he was probably not. He asked. Uh, he said, "Wait, what's going on with Darth Har?" Oh yeah, yeah. Darth Har. Uh, yeah, so he was. He was. He didn't know. So you guys can cross your list. Uh, all the people that were writing yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. You got to cross it off now. I'm was sorry. there anybody except me? No. <laughs> Uh, but I think he would actually be. What else is he doing? He would be an absolute delight. Yeah, actually. it'd be great. And because, it's not like he doesn't know that. Yeah, maybe he doesn't watch every match or anything. But it's not like he uh, doesn't understand the world of the schmodown. He maybe he they should just so have fun. a guest commission every week. There'd be like a different person. That'd be great too. Like when you know David Letterman was out after mm-hmm. his heart surgery, he had you know the different guests like yeah. every day that would would host it, and that that would be super fun. Because then you could get like anybody yeah. in. It wouldn't matter because it wouldn't be like a long term commitment. Or it's kind of like this idea, like, or maybe like, maybe it's not like, you know, each day or something, but essentially like these really short tenures over and over because no one's working out quite right Right. and stuff like that. But (laughs) yeah, I I think that's going to be a fun storyline. Like I said, I think long-term storytelling is going to be really fun to see as the Schmodown gets bigger. And that one is kind of the, the... the biggest storyline right now, you know, what's going to have, obviously, other than the matches themselves. Uh, so I, I do hope, I, I would love it if we had, um, I would love, like, Emma yeah. as commish. I would be all about That's Emma's what I mean, commish. like, get a different person yeah. in here. It, it's like, I've just been rewatching The Office, and there's, like, that period of The Office yes, where there's a different I was manager. Just about that, yeah. Like, every time, there, like, every few episodes, there's a different manager. Right. It'd be like that, mm-hmm. where, like, somebody would come in, and then for whatever reason, they wouldn't be able to do it anymore, and they'd have to yeah. get someone else in. And... Get Sam Witwer in here. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that'd be great. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of cool options coming up for that. I... I do anticipate Dagnito being in there at some point, I think but so I think I do think that Ken is probably the most reasonable expectation for 
someone outside of Dagnino because yeah. I, I think he really would do a wonderful job and I think the storyline reasons for him make sense saying that he was kind of stepping down yeah. as a competitor and stuff. The other person would be Riley because right, he yeah. also Riley as well. just retired. Uh, yes, of course. And, and it would be great seeing, seeing Riley in that role as well. But I think Ken, Ken really has that it factor yeah, for I that agree. type of role. And he is... And he's already the most sort of involved yes. in all of the, like, doing, like, commentating, and he has, you know, the inside schmodown. Um, so he's, like, sort of the most involved already outside of just competing. Yeah. I, so I, he'd make the most sense, I think. Definitely. I think you could make an argument for, you know, baby carrots, but I, I think Ken <laughs> is the guy for me yeah. that I would, if if we're being realistic Ken here. Ken for commission. I think Ken for commission is, is the smart, smart rule. I I, I think he is the the right choice for an actual commish. I do think Dagnino needs to be commissioned yeah. at least for a window of time because that's how the storyline would make more sense. And uh, but I think that and hopefully he won't burn things too much to the ground during his yeah. short tenure in office as commissioner. I hope there's I I I would it would be cool if they did some sort of special for. You know, naming the commish or something like yeah, that. You know, like yeah. well, something like a little I, ceremony. I do. Thing. I like the. I like the specials. I. I think they're a smart way to kind of um, when you need to the space in the schedule to still get schmodown sm- content. Mm-hmm. I wish that we got. I mean, ideally, I would love it if we got you know maybe like once a week an additional thing like that. You know, to kind of fill the time. Like when we only have two matches this week, which. We'll take our five seconds now of saying, this is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I cannot deal with the fact there's only two Schmodown matches. You guys I hate stories. everything. But uh, outside of that, we've already talked enough about how we're sad about that. But when you only have a couple pieces of content like that, you know, actual matches to look for, it'd be nice if we had, like, something else. You know, we obviously have, you know, in, inside Schmodown, we got the rundown. You know, there, yeah. there's other pieces of content you definitely watch. Uh, you know, you were, you say, like, you were talking about watching, rewatching it with reactors you know yeah we, we love robert and vanessa's reactions obviously so there is ways yeah. to there's keep, the take three to keep, exactly you can definitely keep the the schmodown train running i do wish that I, it's just not actual schmodown. yeah yeah it's not brand- i mean i guess the reactions are but you've already seen right. the matches usually. but i i definitely wish there was like you know more of those like storyline things that we get like when they had the you know there was that the Horseman's special, which oh, was yeah, really fun, yeah, and I cool. think that those things are really cool. And and as I've said many times in the past, I think the thing that's going to keep people returning to the Schmodown is yeah. that you have characters and and personalities that interest you, and doing those is definitely something that'll you know kind of keep that keep that alive. So, uh, but you know, we were mentioning obviously. Everything's coming up Harlaw. That's the theme of this. And uh, uh, Christian announced that in a mere 10 days from now, nine days from now, uh, we're going to get the movie trivia Schmodown app. Oh, yeah! Yay! Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait for that app. I'm going to use that so much. I, it is going yeah. to be a dangerous waste of my time all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be on that thing way too much. It's going to be, for me, it's going to be like, you know, those early days of Pokemon Go when you just couldn't find, you couldn't keep yourself from just pulling it up yeah. every second of the day. What a great thing for for training and getting kind of like, because, you know, the thing is, obviously, you know, occasionally you'll get questions that are similar and stuff, but generally, you know, questions are different, but... You do notice that a lot of stuff, if you will find out, you'll remember something in one question that'll help you get another question yeah. down the line and stuff. And that's definitely it. It is really shockingly hard. I think we may have mentioned this. It is shockingly hard to find good movie trivia on the internet. Yeah, really it hard. Is, we tried one time and we were just like, It what? is, yeah. And, and we ended up using like the AMC website and stuff. And it's... I. It just having those questions, just being able to be fed to you and stuff. Yeah, that that's gonna be great. I I can't wait to play that thing, and I think yeah. it's gonna be super fun. And, and I love all the cool, you know, getting able to have all the characters and stuff like that. Yeah. It's great. And a big shout out to Chris Galiski, who's been writing the. I mean, he writes the questions for right. the Schmodown, but like also he's been working real hard to write questions. Yeah. Um, for this app, I mean, and you know, other people are helping too, but definitely. He's working hard for you people, so right. obviously give him a you know, shout out. A bummer that 
for right now, no Android, but right. um, for for us. But let's face it, Apple, all of us that have Apple are going to buy it. Oh yeah, and if we all buy it, it's going to happen. They're going to make an Android. I've version. never been. Usually, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, a miser. You know, a bit stingy when it comes to app purchases, and I'm like a dollar ninety nine, and I'll be this like, "This is an outrage." This one, I was like, "They should have charged more." Yeah, I would pay like ten dollars yeah, for that. A, you know, well, we we shouldn't say that we would. I mean, I mean, I would. It's a perfect price. <laughs> I I don't. I I was actually I'm very happy with the price. I mean, that's and my only ten dollars I have, so I, don't I charge feel, me that. But I've said before, we've actually said before, we you know, if if the Schmodown was something that if there was some way it was like, hey, if you pay X dollars a month, you'll get more matches or something like yeah. that. Like, of course, right? If I'll they had that, like a you know, subscription a type service, I would totally do that. I love that Christian wants to keep it free. I yeah, think that's fantastic, that's and I fully support that and stuff. But it is nice because this is a great way to actually support. I mean, I. It's nice. There's not a ton of options, right? Because you directly can, you can like it mode, and right? share it and comment yeah, on all that, and that helps. But yeah, there's not really any way where you're like, right. I want to give you my money. Yeah, like exactly. they don't have like a Patreon or right. something. Exactly. It it is very nice to have a thing that you definitely can be like, well, I'm gonna buy this the first day it comes out. Yeah. You got my money, and that's a way for me to show my support and stuff. And I know obviously not everyone's in a position where they can, you know, just throw money into a thing and yeah. like, you know that. So, like, liking, comment, subscribing does wonders as well for... Right, and that's stuff. helpful. And that's and great, but can do it that. is nice to have an option yeah. to be able to get... Not only get a thing that I would pay yeah. for no matter what, but have a direct way that I can kind of I mean, support. I mean, if they had a Patreon where, you know, you still wouldn't have to pay to watch any of the normal stuff, but if you, you know, had the Patreon, like you said, like, you get the extra... Like maybe an extra right. special thing a week or yeah. whatever the thing was. I yeah. mean, I think people would... I think and it so would still too. be optional because, like, you wouldn't need that to yeah. watch any of the normal content. But, yeah. like, I think they a lot. I mean, I, I understand like why Christian doesn't want to totally. do that, but I think a lot of people would be up. No, for that. absolutely, I I agree with you. I think you know, like I said, I fully support the Schmodown being one hundred percent free. I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I I also you know I guess we buy T-shirts. You know, we'll do. We'll do everything we can yeah. to support them in other ways. Obviously, the like, comments, subscribe. But, um, but yeah, it is cool having another avenue for them to, you know, to get some, you know, get a little bit of hopefully scratch for, yeah. you know, the sh- yeah. some scratch and for the super Shimoda. exciting for us to get to play. Yeah, I, I I cannot wait to. to and there's play gonna with be that. like leagues and stuff, right? Yeah. You can make and so maybe we'll have an all the belts. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get my hands on that. That's going to be fun. About a week and a half, so yeah. it's going to be it, a, a long week and a half. Did you watch that trailer for it? Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's, it's I love great. that trailer. So yeah, they're much. doing a great job, and I think uh, also they did a good job of kind of waiting until it was close enough, so it wasn't like it's coming in three months yeah. or something. And then I would have been like, no. <laughs> and we did. Like, I mean, we had talked to a year from now. Um, Robert Vanessa kind of told us briefly about what to, you know, some of the expectations. They, you know, right. kind of seen teasers for it and stuff like that. So we were already really excited about it. But um, definitely, it's nice knowing it's coming very. Yeah, soon. an official announcement. Yeah. Uh, about and with an official release date, and it's very exciting. And having that is great because. <clears throat> Only two matches a week. Yeah. Gotta have something to do. Right. Gotta have some Schmodown content in between. Um, so we'll yeah, just start recording an episode of our podcast every day right. to fill the time. Right. We won't have anything to talk <laughs> just about. Really, we gotta get up. Just like these long stretches. I like go. So, Schmodown we, stuff. We said we didn't want that, you know for commissioner. I don't we know. talked about. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. All right. Uh, Maybe well, we're changing our minds. Still don't. Um, but so we're in the midst. Still of the uh, <coughs> ultimate Schmodown season. Yep. Last week we talked to our friends Tim and Schmodown competitor Tim the Tank Franco. Yep. Um, and Ashley was here as well. We uh, we talked to them and we made up our brackets. Our brackets already not perfect. Yeah. And that is very it much went poorly thanks <laughs> to a certain sassy Matt. Nose. Yeah. Sassy Matt knows. Sassy We're going to make that happen. Uh, New my- nickname, people. Spread it around. <laughs> so Matt Nose took on 
the in Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> I feel dirty every time I say the in Snyder. I it's just so sleazy sounding. I mean, his outfit this time was pretty yes. sleazy, so I think it works. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he definitely he embraces that. And obviously, you know, in contrast to Snyder's outfit, we have, you know, Matt Nose in his most wild outfit. Yeah. I believe he was wearing a t-shirt. Yep. And pants. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Classic nose. Yeah, so... He really knows how to make a statement. <laughs> we we were... Uh, we had picked Nost. Yes, knowing we love Nost. We love Nost, and we knew that it would be a <clears throat> underdog pick. Yeah. And most people are... A lot of people are picking Snyder to go the distance in yeah. this thing. He He's a great competitor, obviously. I think he's beatable, but he, he's very good. Right, he's strong, but for sure. I don't know. There's something about just the way Nose has been playing lately. He's been really solid, just feels like he's confident. He's been doing, he's got, a, I love his attitude. Yeah. I just felt like maybe this Feeling was sassy. one. It, who knows how many other, because this wasn't even probably our biggest upset no, pick. No, you I don't know, think Obviously, so. I, like I said, I picked Stacey Howard to go the entire distance. No, you did not. I said it at the end. You can't just say something <laughs> at the end. It's not on our bracket. It doesn't count. So, but the, we definitely have other upset picks coming, you know, coming yeah, up here. Yeah, definitely. But this was definitely one of our upset picks, clearly. And I was very hopeful that Nost would win, but I was also realistic in thinking there's a good chance that wasn't going to happen. Uh, but I think he could have... I mean, I don't think it was a crazy notion that he could have won. Here's the thing. We we picked Nost. Yeah. But we picked Nost without the knowledge that he had somehow gone this whole summer without seeing the top-grossing film of the year, <laughs> without seeing the most critically acclaimed film of the year... The biggest box blockbuster of all time, I believe. Has I been believe I haven't around. checked the list on Box yeah. Office Mojo lately, but I, you know, I didn't know that he hadn't seen the most popular film to come out of the last twenty years. Right. I mean, I, like we knew he had gaps, but yeah, if we had known listen, this, we would maybe have I'm gonna made be totally a honest decision. with you. You know, there's there's definitely movies that took I, you know. It was only a few years ago the first time I saw, you know, Goodfellas, and I was very late to, you know, there's definitely movies I came late on, and there's still some some gems that I've never seen before. I know, you know, I, there's people out there who haven't seen The Godfather yeah. or Star Wars. Indiana Jones. But, but who were we, you know, to expect that Matt Nose had somehow not seen 47 Meters Down? Come on, I mean, Nose! How how are we... It, the how? greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I, how could you I, have not seen that? I just don't understand how someone lives... <laughs> what is it? You know, 47 Meters Down came out earlier this summer. Yeah. I don't know how you go that many months without having seen it. You know, I mean, you I just mean, assume Nost probably You sees, yourself saw it 11 times in the theater. It's true. And <laughs> it Nost... I mean, I would expect he keeps up with everything Mandy Moore does. Right. Uh, you Big got, Mandy Moore fan, you got I both, believe. Both double M's are in that movie. You got Mandy Moore, you got Matthew Modine. I mean, I don't really understand why he wasn't all... I, I mean, I bought my ticket as soon as they went on sale on Fandango. <laughs> I, it's so weird. Reserve you know, your, your seat. I mean, here's the thing. We love Matt Nost. I guess we will forgive him. We really didn't expect that kind of gap in his knowledge. Yeah. And I, you know, we've we've gone at length saying before that, man, you know, everyone, different people, everything's an easier question, you know, whatever. But I mean, that was a five point gimme. I just, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I hope Matt doesn't listen to this. He's going to be so mad. It's like so, the maddest he's ever been. In all honesty, there was so much grief about that question. That card, that question is really, really hard because, yeah, no one's seen that movie. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's that's fine. If, if you saw that movie, I, you know, cool. I don't think you're in the majority on that one. I think there's definitely people who saw it. I'm sure he, Matthew, was... Modine must have been in the tra trailer. I, I, don't I know, know that. I honestly don't know if I even ever saw a trailer. I like maybe I saw a trailer. I, you know. I mean, <laughs> if you want to check out the stats, you can go to our tweet and look at Matt's response. That's why they call him Sassy Stats Nose. Right. <laughs> just like act like it. Just, it's definitely, definitely lots of people calling him. Yeah. Right? 
He, uh, <laughs> the thing is, it's so tough. Uh, you get in the pool of questions there that you have at the <clears throat> end. Sometimes you get good rolls. Sometimes you get bad rolls. That's just the way the questions work out. That was a super bad roll for Nost. That's a very hard question for, I didn't know it at all. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who's like, oh, of course, I, you know, I saw the movie. I don't think that many, I mean, yes, that movie made like almost $50 million, whatever. That's still a very, very, very small portion yeah. of the, you know, it's not like giving someone like a, you know, Spider-Man or Wonder Woman question. I mean, that most people saw this summer. That is a tough question. And it's not one where it was an actor that was so plastered. Like, I'm, I I think it's very unlikely that he is even in a poster for that movie. Yeah, no. If there is a poster, it's a shark. Yeah, and there's like probably Mandy nobody Moore fighting it or something. <laughs> is that what I mean, happens? You know, Does she punch a shark in the face? It's got a blue and, and orange color scheme and there's sparks flying in the background. That's what every movie does. <laughs> but it that's a tough question. I've, I've, you know, they, outside of that, you know, discussion about that last question um you do that was it was a really good match and it went the entire distance it did feel like snyder was like a slight step ahead the entire match but yeah. it never felt like there was n like wasn't a chance right it never happened. felt like nost was like out like oh he's yeah. out and snyder just had to <clears throat> kind of just blow like one question and then it would have been right neck and neck but it just doesn't have and that's the thing about snyder is that he really same thing with you know him as a member of the patriots they just don't have these like colossal like mistakes like they don't have you know it feels like with almost any other competitor uh, with most competitors, you feel like there's moments where it's like at any moment they might miss one that other people would think would be an easy question and stuff. But it feels like the reason they've been so consistent is that they don't really miss any of those. You should know these questions. Right. Like they just get them all. Like you're is, 47 meters down. <laughs> exactly. For example, 47 meters down. Anything involving 47 meters. Anything with the works of Matthew Modine at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that that's that's the toughest thing you know, when you're in a competition, someone that's consistent is the toughest thing to combat. Because, like, you have tons of people, you know, we'll talk about, you know, Makuga Kalinowski in a bit. But you have either of those guys, you don't know one day or another, you might get some them right, hitting yeah. everything. And then some days they might miss up that are kind of gimmies for, that should be for them, you would think, with their base of knowledge. And that's the thing about you know Snyder and JTE and the reason they've been able to hold on to those belts for a year is that they just don't seem to miss any of those questions like you just need someone to slip up a little bit and they don't really slip up very much it's it's tough you yeah. can't what do you do like I mean because everyone's human you, you know you sit there being people that watch it at home you sit there and you're like how do I how can I not think of this person's name how right. can I not think of this and it's just driving you insane and you expect so much of these people who are sitting on these, you know, on a stage with bright lights blazing in their face. You don't know what they're feeling like. Because there's some days when I could not, I can't remember, you know, Tom Cruise's name. Yeah. There's days where I, I'm so out of it. And you expect these people to just have everything just on the, you know, tip of their tongues all the time. So it's, it's tough, man. I mean, obviously, 47 meters down is always on the tip of my tongue. But <laughs> other than that. Um, but I mean, Nost has been very consistent. Yeah, lately. Like, that's why lately for sure. Yeah. That's why we, I think, picked uh -huh. him was because he has seemed to have that consistency now, um, like seeing him in team matches like foot top 10. And just lately, he's just seemed like he is pulling out that consistency a lot. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, you're right. Snyder has been consistent for longer um but i mean i think no like you said nose could have taken this if there had been like one question that snyder didn't yeah. know if that five point question had been something other than a 47 meters down question right yeah who knows what would have happened but we, i mean that's the nature of the schmodown is you know yeah i i absolutely it's you, you just never know how these things are going to roll and then we get to see matt be salty about it, it which is really funny <laughs> Here's the thing. That's what makes 
you know, when, when we were talking a while back about the action <clears throat> top 10 match, and it's because those all four of those guys are so good at what they're doing there that it doesn't really matter what the outcome is because the person who loses knows how to spin that and yeah. make that something that continues to push them into an interesting direction as a character. That's the thing I loved about this is that it ended... The storyline ends up not being about the fact that Snyder won. It's not about that Nost lost. It ends up being Nost having a fit <laughs> about about how no one saw forty seven meters down. That's what you end up, end up remembering, yeah. and it takes none of the shine off of Nost as a competitor. So I think that's that's what you love to see is that there needs to be and who knows if he's even really that no. mad about it he, but I'm, he plays it up so yeah. well. like i i'm pretty sure i can't remember if it was on top 10 there was something else i was listening to after that it was probably top 10 i guess um the podcast right. and he was like still talking about it and being salty about it and i was like i think he's just playing this up for kayfabe even yeah. though this isn't even yeah. part of the schmodown i'm sure he was irritated by it but I, he's he's got to be playing that up a bit. I, but that's he's so good at yeah, that. That's though. what's fun, and you know, obviously, you know, Roca hopped on as well because he was there in the post interview. Yeah, and geez, Roca was pretty heelish in his response yeah. to that question. I was like, geez, throwing that the shade at the uh, when he was saying about Chris oh, yeah. living in one of the middle states. Yeah. So I was like, geez, which Roca? he does live in a middle state. I know, but it was like. <laughs> It was a little. It was. Yeah. It was pretty. Uh, Which very heelish. I, you guys, I'm pretty sure Chris didn't even write that 47 meters down question. So. So yeah, just lay off poor Chris. Yeah. I mean, everyone's out out for poor Chris anytime he has a, a hard job. <laughs> no, first the he question, doesn't write all the questions. Sometimes other important people write the questions, not just like users or not users like. You know, people can submit yeah. questions like oh, fans totally. and stuff, people, but yeah. like sometimes other people who aren't just fans submit questions. And what's yeah. he supposed to be like? No, those questions are garbage. Yeah, that and you know it's funny because like just a while ago we had how the you know the the Green Goblin question was too easy. It's yeah. like every question is like too easy, too hard. If the pool of questions that are in that final round are sometimes too easy or sometimes yeah. too hard, then that's <clears throat> fair because everyone's ultimately going to get a hard question or yeah. an easy question. Like it's just going to happen. It, part of it is the luck of the draw. Unless you want to just go to all, you know, whiteboard the whole time, which I'm fine with, by the way. <laughs> Uh, this is just a plug because you want it to be all whiteboard. If, You're biased. If you wanted to do all whiteboard the whole match, that's the only way that you can say it's 100% fair. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the only way. And we're not going to do that because that doesn't make the game as interesting as it is. Well, I like it. I mean, yeah. I personally really like whiteboard. I've gone, I've, I've gone on record saying that. However, generally speaking, you don't want to get rid of the wheel. You don't want to get rid of the numbers and, you know, yeah. like giving your three numbers and you get the luck of the drop. That's part of the... Yeah, Fun and I mean, the, down. the, you know, luck factor and the, oh, this question was too easy, this question was too hard kind of controversy adds to the storyline. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, if without, if every question absolutely. was super fair, there would be nothing for, you know, the competitors yeah. to be like, oh, right. well, that question was so hard. And then they, you know, like, Matt has this yeah. storyline now where because of that question right. being like a movie that nobody saw, he lost. And then that sets it up for, you know, in Just, the future to have if there was going to be something there yep. storyline-wise. like Justification for a rematch, potentially. Right, yeah. Yeah. It is absolutely... It's like in 100%. wrestling when somebody comes in and interferes. Yeah. Then you're like, clearly, we're like, well, that was, you didn't win clean, so, you know. Here comes Kaliski with the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be great. God, here comes Chris Kaliski with the steel I think steps. he's dead. He's dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that that's absolutely true. I think there's that idea, you know, you got to grab that brass ring. You get you you lose by that. You get an easy question. You take an opportunity, and you make the storyline happen. That's what I we, we want the competitors to be able to do. They want to make the storylines in their pre- and post-interview matches. That's the way you have to do it because you don't have fixed outcomes. Right. So I think that's... Anything that adds... Yep. to the fact that they can develop those storylines is good for the show. 100%. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting about 
you know, obviously Snyder's a heel, but uh, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting is that he was shockingly respectful about Nost in yeah. the post interview. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of funny because he was like, kind of, you know, to paraphrase him, he basically was like, you know, he played a good match and, you know, it was, I, I knew I did better than he did, but he was very, like, nice about everything and... And it was funny because Tagnino was the one that kind of was like, no, 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 we're heels. Here we yeah. go. Like, he kind of... Wait, like, no, you're being too nice. Yeah. Let me come in and like, Dagnino no. this up. He did... Gar- he was garbage and stuff. And Dagnino kind of, like, pushed it into, like... <laughs> it was like Snyder was being too friendly and, like, forgetting his heel role. And he yeah. kind of, like, just came in and was, like, being, like... You know, he he Dagnino'd it up for sure. I mean, Dagnino really drives the heelism of yes. the lion's den. Like... Like, we've talked about how Draco's just happy to be there. Right. You know, I mean, Burnett yells a lot, but yeah. he's not even, you know, really... Yeah. I mean, he's in the lion's den, but, yeah. you know. And and Burnett's definitely been more subdued lately, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, yeah. So. And even, and like, Snyder and JZE even... If it was just them on their own, would they really yeah. be that? I don't know. Like, I think Dagnito is really the heel, yeah. and then he just makes the whole faction seem really heelish, but yeah. when... In reality, it's mostly just him. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I remember I, I texted you that that picture, the screen grab of, I said that Burnett had broken kayfabe because he was wishing Hector Navarro a happy oh, birthday. Yeah. He was like, happy birthday to Hector Navarro. And I was like, what? How dare you? You hate Hector Navarro. <laughs> you have to Navarro. keep this up. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny, but... Uh, yeah, so it was. I thought it was a really good match. Um, yeah, it was I, and great. I'm, I'm I'm very glad that Nost at least you know kept it. I think he still had a very good showing, and like you said, he made such a fuss over that question. It definitely makes it seem like yeah, but if he had gotten a different question, he right, might have won. Maybe he could have won. Like, yeah, and uh, I mean Snyder still had his five pointer right coming right. up. That's so what I mean. Is he still would have had to, yeah, but he could have not gotten yeah, his question right. Like, I don't. I feel like Snyder would have got. He was on. He was on the money. Yeah. Pretty much that whole match. So, we'll see. But you know that sets up. We'll see. Where are we gonna get our Patriots one on one match? Yeah. It might happen. We'll see. We never we're, know. We're, we're we one part know. of the way there. We we called it definitely not in our <laughs> in our bracket. So we're wrong about one of them. Yeah. Um. But the second match, however, we were right. We about. called correctly. So our bracket was busted immediately with the first match, but at least we are not totally wrong on everything. So in this match, uh, the Kalinowski-Makuga match, we had Kalinowski, and thank goodness we at least picked one of our competitors right this week. I think, you know, it's interesting. Makuga is such an interesting competitor for me because he's... Was it seven and seven? He's competed more than like yeah. anyone else, right? But he doesn't. It's not like he has a reputation. He's won seven matches and he's beat real good people. Yeah, that's I why mean, he's beaten. He's beaten Andreco, Finstock, <laughs> Finstock, and right. Uh, he's beaten. But Andrejko. still, that was Andrejko. He's breaking, beaten Clark Wolf, like people that you would have never expected him to beat. But. You never really expect him to win. Yeah, but he has won a lot. Yeah, it, he's a weird competitor. It's just a strange thing. But I will... This He's a great example of someone, you know, talking about the idea of making storylines, being a character to cover up any fact that you're not always on point with trivia. Like, I mean, Makuga's going to be a guy that people will pick often, that people are going to root for frequently no matter what and it doesn't matter if he wins or loses i mean yeah. it, it is what it is he's he's such a big personality yeah yeah and he's been doing it for so long absolutely that people and people like him people are going to cheer for him no matter what happens people are going to pick him um I, I i don't think people generally are you know it's not like everyone all the time is like yeah makuga's gonna win every match but i don't think people People always want to see Makuga play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. He's he's such a great character. He's so entertaining. He's so funny. Uh, that's awesome. You know, he's do. I we haven't gotten to see his uh, show. 
on uh, Travel Channel. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have to check that out. I'm really looking forward to checking that out. Uh, he got married. Yeah, congratulations. Year, so congrats to Makuga. That's awesome. Makugs. Uh, we love Makuga, though. And, yeah. Uh, so we always root for him. I still... So... It's, I mean, we picked Kalinowski, but I wanted Makuga. You know, I have a weird... I don't know. My relationship with how Kalinowski is is very strange. It's like I, I, I don't know how much... Like, I find myself rooting for him in a lot of ways, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's like... I have this weird... It's because I can't decide on how I feel about him outside of that. We always go on about, on yeah. about the heel thing, and... He definitely in this match. He is this time for our new segment, Dan. <laughs> it's he'll watch. Breaking news. This, this, <laughs> this is our new segment, you guys. It's called Heel Watch. Is Mike Kalinowski a heel? This week on Heel Watch, the arrow on the Heel Watch sign is set too low. Surprisingly, he was not very heelish this no, week. he really wasn't. We've talked a lot. I think we've had good evidence that he's uh, a little heelish at times. Yeah. This week, pretty Maybe the most sincere I've ever seen. Hum- yeah, he was very humble, yeah. very, like, very low-key. I was kind of shocked by it. Because he, he usually said, Here, here's my tiny thing that he said, right? No, there are two things. Okay, I'll, I'll say one of them. Okay. Uh, so the big one for me is... That I was like, oh, wow, uh, is that he was talking about who he would get in the match right. from Brienne or Clark. Yeah. Uh, and he said, I've already faced Brienne before and beaten her. <laughs> yeah. And he said, but Clark, that would be a match. And hey I was like, whoa, all right, <laughs> cool it, Kalinowski. It would be a match with Brienne, too. Yeah. Uh, he, he just is like, it was kind of like smug for him to be able because like, I think he wants to face Clark, and that's cool, but yeah. it would still be a match yeah. if Brienne's in it as well. Uh, but that was definitely one. And what was your... Well, it, one of them was like in that same conversation, but he also said that if he was going to play her again, the gloves would be coming off. And I was right. like, oh, okay, well. I don't know. I felt the gloves were pretty off. Yeah, they I, like, were off already, it. bro. I, the thing is, I kind of really want to see another Brienne Kalinowski I do, match. too. Partly because, like, I kind of want Brienne to kick his ass. Yeah, me too. Because he's super smug about yeah. winning against her. I really want to see that. I... It's funny because... Most of his heelish behavior has been yes. directed towards right. Six Degrees and or Brienne Absolutely. specifically. And he, you, the thing is that he somehow justifies it by kind of being like, well, there are heels. And that's not really... Like, just saying, like, just because yeah, someone's a heel doesn't mean... Yeah, but if you're a face, you sh- Yeah, it doesn't just mean Just because someone's a heel doesn't mean you can act <laughs> yeah, heelish. Yeah, you can. The like, other thing that he said was he made a comment about kissing babies. And I was like, that's a little a smug. Little uh, yeah. Like, I know he's playing into this, like, um, hero stereotype, yeah. but, like, the way he presents it, like we talked about before, is a little sort of Captain Hammerish, where he's, like, the hero, but, yeah. like, you don't comment about how you're kissing babies. Right. Like, that just shows that you know that you are a hero enough that people would want you to kiss their babies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but besides those two things, which were pretty minor, most of his post-match interview was talking about winning against Makuga. Um, and like I said, I think that may have been the most sincere I've ever seen him. Yeah, he was like, he was he like, felt bad he about legitimately it. seemed like he felt yeah. bad about it. He, he was really him. nice. Yeah. So that's why, like in the low, medium to high heel watch, He's I would put it on low this right. week. Uh, I did, I do think, all right, you know, if we go down this route that Kalinowski becomes a heel... The gloves are coming off, Dan? Is that really, what's happening right no, now? <laughs> I really super want that to be teased in backstage segments. I, I mentioned oh, this yeah. to you. So here's what, here's what I want, right? So the first signs, obviously, we've seen the, the glimpses. We've talked about the glimpses of Kalinowski as a heel. Here's what I want. I want in one of his matches there to be a, a backstage se- segment, like at the, in, you know, that's like just like a security footage or something like that. And it's Kalinowski sitting there, you know, with his his smug smile. He's reading, you know, the Wall Street Journal or whatever <laughs> assholes read. I, <laughs> and so he's sitting Broke there, you know, the Wall Street Journal, legs you crossed on a chair, you know, whatever. And a, a nice intern comes back. You know, it's just like, this is all, you know, like, 
right, <laughs> security yeah. footage. He's like, uh, Mr. Kalinowski, we have your sandwich for you. And he's like, oh, thank you, young lad. <laughs> and he brings it over, and he and he's like, here you go, sir. And like he he Kalinowski takes it, and he looks at it, and he's like, I said no onions, motherfucker, and just smacks the kid. <laughs> or no, squishes the sandwich with sand- his Yeah, squishes his kid, pours coffee down his pants. <laughs> just, like, this horrible, like, that's all I want is to just, like, you know, like... Like, know. nobody knows he's a heel because he's yeah. been hiding it, except yeah. behind the scenes. Right. Like, it's certain, and like, it starts to come out. <laughs> I said chipotle mayo, not regular. <laughs> is this low fat? <laughs> oh, sir, I thought you wanted regular cream cheese. I said low fat. <laughs> And just do know, it again. Yeah, and just like you know, smacks the kid around and stuff. I think that would be really effective. Yeah. I would love that. I I really want that to happen. I know it's probably not going to, but I. Think and it, then like somebody could try and like tell Christian about it, or like tell somebody to be like. Oh, so it's like a Michigan J Frog situation. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, no, I see. Kalinowski's an asshole, well, and like he's yelling at someone in the next room right now. And then they and peek in, like, and Kalinowski's just like quietly reading. Yeah, and like he's like. It comes He's with it. He's shaking the kid's yeah, hand. And the kid just looks terrified. He's like, yes, sir. He's like tousling his hair, you know, like, just like. Oh, you young scamp. <laughs> Christian, I was just speaking to this young lad. <laughs> About how much I'd enjoy this About sandwich. the latest DC film. <laughs> and the kid's just like, please, please help. I really want this to happen. All this needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, I think it could. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. So in the actual match uh, of Makuga versus Kalinowski, <clears throat> things didn't go super well for Makuga. Um, there was definitely a lot of question trouble, I would say. There was a lot of stealing happening in this match, which made seem like it made a, definitely made a difference. Um, basically, the steals meant that we didn't even end up going to the third round here. Uh, and that Makuga got knocked out. It's tough. You ever, you know, when you see that when you see that Shmo round go up, and it's less than forty minutes, yeah. you're like, oh no, you're like this is gonna be bad. Oh no, and <laughs> someone's I, not making it to the. Our third expectations round. were that Kalin. I mean, Kalinowski's had his ups and downs, but he's definitely a strong up and comer that feels like he has a big future. And if he feels very, it seems like you know what. Say what you will about him. Feels like feels like he's very invested in oh, yeah. the Schmodown, yeah. and he seems like he cares about it, and he likes competing and stuff. Uh, but he had a great showing this time, and I think you know he still. It's funny, like he, you know, obviously people make a big to do about the pudding question, and uh, you know that is what it is. Whatever, everyone. Most competitors have a yeah. question yeah, like you that. Know, people gave you know the the best pin question. Yeah. That was a big source of grief for Roca. Uh, everyone's had those those blank moments where they just mess up and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it was interesting he didn't know the question about the Jim Gordon's rank at the oh, end of yeah, Battle and Begins, yeah. which is another one. It's interesting, like, listen, I I say that I, I love DC movies and I love the DC universe and stuff, but, you know, there's still going to be questions. I, it's not like right, I know yeah. everything about it. It's just like, it's funny because you expect Kalinowski to know all of those, yeah. and you know, it's like, of course he'll know that. That's you know, that's his, his job, job. right? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's kind of that's just the way that you're you know anticipating it. But uh, that is, you know, you can't get all of those. Yeah. And if, if you, you know, he still did a great job considering, uh, even that he, you know, he didn't know that one. But I mean, that's the problem. It was a big steal from Makuga. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There were steals on both sides. Um, Honestly, but- I was kind of Makuga hung in it better than then he you, maybe should have yeah. it, given some of the circumstances for him. But it was because Kalinowski gave up a couple of those questions that it mm-hmm. seems like he should know. That's the problem with having um, strength categories that are not just sort of your strength category, but your yeah. identity almost. Right. Like the same thing, you know, when you could say about team action, how like action adventure is like their strength category, but also like it's their whole thing, right? right. Um the problem with that is then when you miss ones, it e- seems even more glaring. Like, oh, you should have known yeah. that because this is yeah. not only your strength category, but it's like your whole right. identity in the Schmodown. Like, why didn't you know all of this? Yeah. yeah, which like 
is unfair. Nobody can know everything no. about everything. But it just you're sort of putting yourself in an even more difficult right. position if you have specifically one of your yeah. strength categories that is so touted like so much wrapped up with who you are maybe yeah. because of your job for example which is like the same thing with action you know that's like their podcast that they do and everything um, and some of those questions that are in that category aren't always what you would associate necessarily right with. i mean like right. you think uh, obviously they they made a little bit of a fuss about the the kira knightley and king arthur question being an action adventure and that's one like you know you might see that being fantasy sci-fi or you know like it might yeah. be in another it might be in a drama category like it's one that you could see straddle multiple sides and it doesn't feel like as pure of an action yeah. category but it's action adventure you know, right it's, that's it's the thing broad. You have to i mean it could be a lot of things because it, it is action yeah. adventure right. and adventure covers a lot of sure other things that aren't just what you would think of as your typical action movies. And I think that was partly Makuga's downfall too, is because action is sort of one of his strong points. But yeah, the questions that he got yeah. in that it's round not, were just not, his best not tailored toward the type of action questions that he really knew. Yeah. Um, and then Makuga did get, uh, you know, this, a couple steals. Yeah. Um, and that one for the win, basically, um, Right. The the last question was a point that he stole from Makuga. Yeah, it's a tough tough run for Makuga, but I don't think Makuga takes those losses too no. hard. Uh, I think he'll be back. There are definitely some competitors that take it tough. Yeah, and uh, he has I his beers think, to get yeah, him through. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're I'm very excited to see the outcome of that. Uh, Brian Chandler and and Clark Wolf match because yeah, I really want to see whoever wins that I'm very excited to see that second round match yeah whichever one of those ladies goes up against Kalinowski yeah. it will be very exciting in, in different ways but I yeah. definitely want to see that and will we unfortunately will not find that out this week but we will find out who goes up against Zach, uh, Zach Snyder <laughs> was what I was going to say surprise celebrity guest of the showdown <laughs> Zach Snyder is going to be uh, on uh, Jeff Snyder <laughs> Very different Snyders. Uh, no, but uh, we are going to find out who goes up against uh, Jeff Snyder. It's either going to be Drew McQueen or Little Evil. Yeah, and... so that match is coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, McQueen versus JT. And like you said, that's going to be interesting. Or Tuesday. Sorry, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, that's gonna, Like you said, that's going to be interesting because if it is JT versus Snyder. Yeah, Patriots match. It's going to be interesting. I think that's... Here's the thing. I, I want McQueenie to... I'd be really happy if McWeeny went all the way, you know. I mean, and he's who I picked to go all the way. Right. We split at the end. You want you were saying Roca, I say McWeeny, and I think he has a very good shot. And I'm rooting for McWeeny. That being said, I think there is definitely interest in seeing a Patriots match. You know, you do want to see that happen because who knows if that will ever happen right. again. And so you definitely want that to happen. But you know, you're torn between it being the guy that you want to win, which is definitely McWeeny because. I'll be kind of bummed out if if McQueenie loses. I'll be pretty bummed out. Yeah. I mean, he really is a guy that's been just slaying it lately. Yeah. In that, in that it's team a lot of pressure, though. Man, it, when you're doing so well, it's a know, tough. To you know, JT's tough, man. It's yeah, a, JT puts the time in. Point. He studies, he really does. and um, and then speaking of studying, the next match uh, next week is on Wednesday. It's a special Wednesday match. It's not on Friday, hmm. um, and it's Levine v Bibiani. Which, um, if you're in the Above the Line fan group on Facebook, um, which if you're not, you should join it. Hashtag linebackers. Hashtag linebackers. Uh, it's a great group. Sam's in there. McQueenie's in there. Sam posted um, some images that he took of. He made flashcards for like animated and family movies and printed them out. to like. He is hardcore studying in... His gap area, mm -hmm. so um, better watch out, Bibiani. Yeah. Levine's coming That's in hot tough. to this and match. Bibiani's next week. coming off of that rough loss to late to the party in the first round of the team tournament. Uh, so that's going to be a great match. It's uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm really did, excited. Did we pick Sam? Yeah. Whew. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We, we pick picked Sam, but I have even more confidence in him now that yeah. he's he's really putting in good for some him. work. Yeah, that's uh, great. He's not just. Like, he's definitely taking this seriously. He's not just, you know, 
winging it. Yeah, so. it's going to be a great week for the Shmodown. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and, uh, I'm looking obviously, forward. Obviously, uh, as we inch closer to the app coming out and uh, make our way through this tournament. This tournament's uh, been really fun so far, and I think the best matches are yet to come. Yeah, definitely. Sure. There's some There's really exciting matches. Some really big out. ones that I, I cannot wait to see. So, And a little bit of um, information, which probably everyone's already heard already, but I just thought we'd mention it. The fact that the fantasy update with Josh McCuga is going away. Yeah. There will no longer be a fantasy update, which I'm a little sad about because McCuga Cody magic is one mm-hmm. of my favorite things. They're hilarious. But... It's okay because what we're getting instead is a stats segment with Frank. I'd Danish, be, so. I'd be also just very quick aside. I'd be okay if Cody portraying the the person that brings Kalinowski the sandwich. Yes. Oh, ideal situation. <laughs> that would be great. Or Cobster would be good. Too. Yeah, Cobster. Would be good. <laughs> um, are you writing this down, guys? Uh, but yeah. So um, so instead of the fantasy update, we're gonna get a stat segment uh, with Frank. That's which, be great. I think everybody's pretty excited yeah, about it. Like, I'm I know really people love Makuga, and I, I love Makuga, and that segment is hilarious, but the stats segment is really going to actually, like, bring you something, yeah, like, hard sure. facts and information, yeah. um, which might be relevant to your Schmodown picks, yeah. um, and Frank is great. So I'm pretty excited to, to see what that's like, and, um, you know... Frank the Tank. Nope. <laughs> that's a different... <laughs> no. No, I think he's just Stats. This is okay. his nickname. Not Sassy Stats, because that's Matt. Sassy Stats knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's definitely some changes happening with Christian and Makuga. And, you know, like the, the Schmodown has to evolve. Um, but it's, you know, it's a living, breathing entity. And it just seems like it's getting better all the time. So... Uh, I don't think any of these changes are for the worse. Um, and Christian obviously will be coming back eventually. It's not like he's... Less like, Cody is for the worse. Well, that's true. Maybe they can less, stick Cody Cody's in somewhere else because yeah. I definitely will miss seeing Cody. I love me some Cody. He's pretty small. He could fit. <laughs> just fit right. He'll just, yeah. just have him stand off to the side right. during the matches, like but on screen. Like he won't do anything. Right. He'll just stand there and wave. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm pretty excited to see with what happens with all of this and and the match is coming up next week and everything um so yeah it's a good time anything else no that's it didn't you want to talk about your uh oh yeah um so just really quickly before we sign off i did a thing this last week where i did an emma closet cosplay which is like where i just use whatever i have in my closet i don't like buy stuff to make a specific costume um, and everybody seemed to like it a lot. So I decided, and I like doing it cause it's fun. I like to wear costumes. So I decided to do, um, make this kind of a regular segment. I guess it's not really a segment cause it's not on the actual podcast, but a regular thing that I do maybe every week or every other week, um, where I just do a closet cosplay for, from, for one of the Schmodown competitors. Uh, and <laughs> on their most recent reaction video, late to the party mentioned that I should do a poll to see who people who I should dress as next. And I was like, sure, that's a great idea. Like I'm fine with people want to vote. Um, so the poll's up right now. I think the one on Twitter is closed because they only last for 24 hours, but you can still vote on the Facebook one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also made the mistake of not making it a closed poll, so you can add your own <laughs> uh, choices, which. Uh, JTE was added and is doing surprisingly well. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would want to see me dress up like JTE, but apparently there's a lot of people. Um, so that could happen. I don't. I have to borrow some things from Tim and Ashley for that because I don't own any Patriots gear. But uh, but yeah. So if you want to vote, that you can find that on the Movie Trivia Showdown Facebook page, and I think Miss Movies is in the lead right now. Um, but yeah, get in there and, and cast your vote and make your voice heard and I'll dress up and make an idiot of myself. It'll be a good time. And I'll continue to cosplay as Matt Notes almost every <laughs> Wearing day. Wearing your t-shirt. Wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah. I did say, some people, I don't know if you knew this, Dan, but some people were clamoring for Dan to get in on the cosplay mm-hmm. action. And I did mention that there probably will be a team action cosplay in the future, and that does require yeah. two people. I still people. said I wanted to just so. wear the Emma gear. And oh, yeah. A picture of if you want to see Emma cosplay, if you want to see Dan cosplay as Emma, 
make your voice heard, let it be known, and... We'll just, like, do a basically exact same picture that you took, but yeah. it'll just be me wearing all this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I just want to mention that if you if you want to be involved in helping me pick who to cosplay, then go on the Facebook page or tweet at me or whatever. And you can do that um, on at All the Belts Pod is our Twitter um, handle and uh, All the Belts Podcast on Facebook. Um, we are now posting the episodes on YouTube, so um, it's on the Nerd Build Podcast YouTube channel so if you want you can go there and leave us comments um and as always we would love to hear from you what are your thoughts do you agree or disagree with what we've talked about um and if you enjoy the show please go to itunes and do a review there we would really appreciate that and um yeah until next week um have a fun watching the showdown see you guys thank you so much bye bye